Walt Disney World bring joy and inspiration and new knowledge to all who come to this happy place. A magic kingdom where the young at heart of all ages can laugh and play and learn together. Welcome to the happiest podcast on earth. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the happiest podcast on earth. This is not Jared Fenema. This is Hunter Hazen, your host for this week. Jared is busy running around the Walt Disney World Resort. So is Andrew, actually, this evening. So is Corey, actually. So we have a lot of people in the parks. So if you haven't checked out our Instagram at Happiest Podcast, uh, go ahead and check that out. And uh see our stories, get involved while we're in the parks running around. But anyways, for this episode, I am joined by our three lovely ladies. I have Mel Gio. Hey, everybody. AJ Mulholland. Hello, hello. And Lauren Del Toro. Hey, y'all. So we're going we're gonna to jump right to it if I think Corey might throw in a sponsor here or there. But <laughs> for us live right now, we're not going to do the whole humdrum all that kind of info and stuff you know if you want to shoot us an email do so at happiestpodcast at gmail.com visit our website happiest podcast on earth shop merch we have our patreon all that good stuff ways to stay involved we're trying to put out some great patreon stuff some live q a's me and mel tested that out this past week it kind of mm-hmm. didn't work but i think i got it fixed we're gonna revisit that hopefully but that anyway, would be great yeah yeah but anyways tons <laughs> of stuff to do Um, Check out some of our past episodes, and as always, Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, live on Facebook. If you want to just shoot some questions, let us know what you think. Maybe ask some part questions, that kind of stuff. We had a pretty good live today, so answer a bunch of questions about maybe some annual passes being renewed and all that good stuff. So, But this week, we are going to be talking, I guess... You know, I'm trying to nail down a title for it. It's like Disney through like different age groups. So like our first experiences through the ages. Through the ages. Yes. We're trying through to get the fancy. Ages. They're gonna be it. like sweet, the different like decades, and we're gonna be no, like through our ages. Disney <laughs> through to seniority. Like let's Disney go. through our ages. Let's just say that. Yeah, so, of course. Yeah. So we're gonna start off kind of first experiences, kind of as we're growing up, kind of through the teen years, what we liked, what we didn't like, what we grew to love, what we didn't used to like, and what we grew to not like so much. And then going in with family, going on family trips, that kind of stuff. Maybe even taking a baby to the park. I might have to study up on that pretty soon, but we'll (laughs) see. So let's just get started, guys. I think we'll go first memory you can recall inside of a Disney park. (laughs) Okay, can I go? (laughs) Can you go? I'm so excited. I'm so excited. (laughs) All right, go for it. So my first trip to Disney was um, 95, 96, when the castle was a giant pink cake. So that was my first, you know, vision of Walt Disney World or, you know, seeing the magic or seeing the castle, Cinderella's castle. birthday cake castle. It was a giant birthday cake. Here's my thing. I, before we even move forward, because Uh-oh. it's very divisive, it's 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 a big argument. Did it ruin the magic for you seeing no. a cake castle? That was my parents' big concern. They were so scared that I was going to be sad that it wasn't always going to look like a giant pink birthday cake. 
And okay. I think you, you know, almost grew to love that. They did a good job of, you know, showing me the pictures of what it normally looked like. And there's a reason why it's a giant birthday cake. It doesn't always look like this. Um, so I kind of was understanding of that, mm-hmm. but it was really cool. That was my first time. It felt like a big party. You know, I'm, I'm still obsessed with, you know, the main street of it all. So for that to be my first main street memories super super cool and i know that it's a big hot topic and some people don't like the pink cake Definitely. i personally love it i mean it was temporary seems pretty yeah. neat i think a good way around it is if you took like your kid there on their birthday like on a birthday trip and you're like oh they turned it into a birthday cake it's for you, for birthday. you little but then Johnny. you can never take them on their birthday again no nope. <laughs> somehow <laughs> the rest of their life never end up there on their birthday <laughs> my parents used to do that for my little brother his birthday is july 5th so they'd be like look we got all these fireworks for you for your birthday oh like, my god it's the fourth of right. july wow thanks mom <laughs> minimal effort from parents but maximum reward we love that <laughs> exactly Oh my gosh. Like, yeah, for sure. My first memory isn't even my memory. It's a story. My parents actually found out that I had sleep apnea while we were at Disney. And they were like concerned I was going to die in the middle of our trip. So that was fun. My mom used to be so upset about my snoring and my dad never believed her because, you know, he'd be asleep snoring right, right along with me. And they realized that I just like would stop breathing the entire time. So we're in Disney and the whole time they're like freaked out in the middle of the night that I'm just going to die. So that was my first experience with Disney was finding out sleep apnea. (laughs) What's up? You still have sleep apnea? No, but I snore like a freight train. So it was my dad. (laughs) So like that, that was fun. Yeah, it was super magical. At least I was like still around at the end of that trip. And if it wasn't for that trip, who knows if we would have found it out. Boom. Wow. Wow. Like y'all know I have the world's worst memory. So honestly, my first like true memory that I remember is probably from like me being 14 and pretending to have to pee to get off Tower of Terror so I wouldn't have to ride it. Like, I don't remember <laughs> any of my Disney what? trip. Wow. Dude, Tower of Terror and me were not Tower friends. of Terror, like, I think, was, was like the 20. last one that I was able to ride. Out of all of them, that was the last one, I think. Yeah, yeah. no, I used to dr- be like, oh my gosh, I have to pee all of a sudden. Or, oh, I don't feel so good. And I'd run out of that elevator room like, nope, get me out done oh, not no. doing it that's literally my first yeah. memory because there was one time my mom followed me into the bathroom and was like all right pee <laughs> i'm just sitting there like oh, you it. made me get out of line We've been waiting bottle, and you like slowly pour the water into the toilet and you're like see i had to go <laughs> mom peeing like a racehorse <laughs> oh my gosh that's amazing oh, i'd like to wait so lauren gets a birthday cake castle and she's perfectly happy and yours is i could have died from sleep apnea <laughs> and, <laughs> and i was faking having from go to the bathroom from tower of terror <laughs> But now it's magical, magical. guys. My childhood just didn't like Disney, apparently. Wow. Oh, no. no. Hunter, what's your first memory? I think I have. So it's blurry. My first time going to the park, I think, was 95, 96. The only difference between me and Lauren is I was born in 95. So it was early. It was very early. I was baby, baby. Um, You know, it's pretty blurry. I remember... I do like have one of those like photorealistic memory, not like in general, but just like of a particular moment where we are walking across a bridge at Animal Kingdom and I'm on like either my dad or my grandpa's shoulders. Like I still can kind of see that. And that's really cool. Animal but Kingdom I didn't open until 1999. That must have been later on in life. But regardless, before uh, that, possibly, I could be a four year old riding on shoulders. But before <laughs> that, we did the hats in the shirts you would take like just like the generic 
Disney shirt with the year on it or the hat with the year on it. And they were white and you used to be able to wear your shirt, go see all kinds of characters. We'd see probably like 30 characters in the time that we'd go and we would have them sign each one. So that's like the thing growing up that I remember most about Disney is kind of getting them all those signatures and everything. Bear, 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 Fox, all those good ones. Um, But I also remember not riding literally any ride until I was probably like 10 besides Barnstormer. Like, Were you just so scared? I like- was I was frightened of roller coasters. Like I would ride, I would ride Pooh, I would ride Peter Pan, all those kind of ones. But like roller coasters, I would ride Barnstormer and that is it. No Thunder Mountain, no Splash, no Space, no nothing. And I was just absolutely terrified. But I'm surprised yeah. you ride Pooh. Like I literally couldn't do that until <laughs> I was on my CP because it scared me. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I it do. looks like a bad drug trip or something. Like if I were to do acid, I feel like that's what it would feel like. <laughs> I think Space Mountain was the first of those other ones besides Barnstormer I went on. And I remember screaming the entire <laughs> time and saying, I want my mommy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's, no. it's embarrassing, but I was literally deathly screaming and crying and just, it was bad, but I made it through somehow. And then I think I had to wait an extra like two or three years, a couple of Disney trips later. And then I finally started incorporating some more. So proud of you. But yeah. Deathly. I used to be deathly afraid of roller coasters and elevators were like one of my greatest fears because of probably the tower of terror was a no-go for you. Oh yeah. Yeah. That like I was might have been in my teens before I rode Tower of Terror, to be honest. Wow. Yeah. I just always was like, I'm it, good. You don't like thrill rides. I'll you just like- go, but I would ride rockin'. I love rockin'. I was like, I'm just gonna go ride rockin'. I hated like that's how I was. I hated like the Superman style rides. Like we're, we live yeah. by Six Flags and stuff, and they have Superman, and I still yeah. like. I can't. Yeah, those are those well, are six flags. I still question going on some of those rides. I'm like, am I making a smart decision yeah. right now? Like, probably not. Yeah. Probably not. Probably not at all. But you know. Yeah, no. but Superman with- is a little more intense than. Yeah, the Tower. thing with Tower of Terror that gets people who don't like thrill is the fact that it's just a straight up and down, and people get concerned about like you know even though the chances are so small like just the wire cutting and then you just. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people I've talked to don't want to go on or like, I just don't want to die because they think it's just going to collapse. And I'm like, well, I don't think it will, but I get it. (laughs) That's like the Superman rides or even like the Dr. Doom one. You go up once and then you're done versus Tower of Terror is like, you saw it and you're just in there shaking around. (laughs) Have any of you ever done King Dakka? Like the, is that even everywhere or is that just, is that in Jersey only? Yeah, I've done that one. The tallest and you, and they have to have the lights because the airplanes need to know where it is. Is that like the yes. Titan? I guess. I don't know. It's, it's literally, probably. So is it like Six Flags, New Jersey? It, yeah, it's Six Flags. It's so I think it's like Titan in Texas, and it's like. And it's yeah. like a straight drop down. And I don't think we have that one in. I could not. I could not. I do Tower of Terror a million times before I do that one ever. <laughs> but the uh, the billboard on the highway of Tower of Terror didn't help me want to go on that ride. Oh, I of, love like the that. elevator breaking. All the CPs and, being like, ooh. Yeah, all the CPs. But yeah, that. for sure. How often did you guys go to the park growing up? Every a year. Lot. Maybe once a year, if not twice. Just because grandparents worked there. So we just, oh, went, there we every time we went to see our grandparents, we would go to the parks like, two to three days probably they work front gates magic kingdom so my family 
like used to vacation with another family every single year and they're from the east coast and we're from the west coast obviously so we would take turns doing like disney world disneyland alani going on the cruise and like we would do that every single year with them and we would always go at this time of year end of january because there's literally nobody in the parks and every single year i would get a letter from the state being like hey you've missed way too much school. You just had winter break. What are you doing? Your kids missed like 20 days of school between like different vacations or sick days or whatever. But like, that's the way to do it. End of January. There's nobody here right now. Perks of being homeschooled. That's when. (laughs) That's your perk. Oh, did you all know that? I was homeschooled through sixth grade, but. I did not know that. that. We would You're in Magic Kingdom doing homework. End of January. No, I just wouldn't do any homework. (laughs) We would go like for a weekend in January. You would go like end of August, like that first week of school for everybody else. You'd go mm-hmm. September, first week of December when people were doing finals. All of those were like the days to go. And it was awesome. But there See, are a lot of tour groups always, a lot like of tour tons groups. of form tour groups. But so then yeah. you probably didn't have this experience because you were homeschooled. But when you guys went on vacation and stuff, like especially in elementary school, did your teachers ever make you do like a special assignment because you were on vacation? No. Like no. every year, my oh, teacher was every my single year, my teachers would like give me a little notebook and they'd be like, every day, write your favorite thing that you did or something that you learned while you were in Mexico, while you were in Disney, while you were in Hawaii, like, and you'd have to document your trip and share it with the class. Oh, I had to do that every single year. So did my brother. I thought that was like a general thing. I only, I went, I mean, I, when I was a kid, I only went to Disney once when I was a kid and then I didn't go again till I was. 14 oh dang. so like i don't know i never had those problems i was in school <laughs> <laughs> you were the good child getting perfect attendance while hunter and i are My like mom was a teacher i had no choice yeah, like, you're kind of especially locked in the same in. building so she was going to school i was going to school but um the first time i went to disney i was six and oh. it was really nice we had a lot of fun that's My a good age to go i feel like i feel like you just did you like, retain like a lot of the trip? Like, do you remember a lot of it or not uh, so much? I remember bits and pieces. Um, it, we also did NASA. So it was like a huge. Oh, movie. yeah. Um, the two biggest memories I have the first time I went were Pirates of the Caribbean scared the ever living shit out of me. Like, I, I, I was like, uh-huh. I am not going on anything else. I hated the dark and I hated drops. And my parents decided the first ride they should put me on is Pirates of the Caribbean. So I immediately did not trust them with any other ride in the park. I was terrified of everything, but I was six. Like, why would you do that? Skeletons, you know, driving ships and crap. I was terrified. Pirates was a bad trick because you didn't (sighs) go up a hill. You're just like, oh, okay, we have a drop. we're fine. And then just suddenly- Great. you're like, Melinda, it wasn't a big deal. I'm like, I was- Melinda. I was a little (laughs) tiny- infant baby you know six-year-old five-year-old infant and- baby <laughs> wait, 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 wait. small my sister was also an infant so she was there too okay. you know so she's like but she was giggling and I'm freaking crying so <laughs> I was really the baby and she was completely fine um but then my other first memory I had was meeting Cinderella at Cinderella's castle when you used to do Royal Table, I, I don't know if it was going into Royal Table or if it was just how they used to do meet and greets. She had like a throne chair, yeah. like this big golden ornate thing. And she would sit in it and that's how you would take photos with her. And the biggest memory I have from that trip is Cinderella hated me. 
like despised me. What? What did you do to her? I need you to elaborate on that. Poor little baby Melinda watched Cinderella all the time. Like it was one of her favorites. I go up to meet her. I am, I am so thrilled. And she was having none of it. Like none of it. Like I came up, I'm like, it's so nice to meet you. I love your dress. You're beautiful. And she's like, thanks. Thanks. She went full Meg on you. She was literally like Megara instead of Cinderella. She was like, thank you. And I'm like, can I sit with you? And she's like, yeah. You're the real Disney princess. What the heck, Cinderella? I was like, I have more enthusiasm than you do. So I sit with her and you could just tell she wanted me to leave. But it wasn't just me. Like Everyone she talked to, it was just like this anger. And I got so upset when we left. I looked at my mom and I said, why does Cinderella hate me? And my mom was was really upset too. Like, and she was just like, I think Cinderella is just having a bad day, honey. And I literally almost cried. Like I, I, there were like tears welling and I, and it ruined it. I wouldn't meet a princess for a while after that. Like I was like, nope, over it. I want it. Yeah. It made me really sad. I'm, I'm guessing that girl just had a really bad day. Yeah. Friends with Cinderella, but she also like ruined my, my whole entire life. (laughs) (laughs) My life. It was like, well, imagine I'm you're surprised that you turned out the way you turned out. That could have, you know, startled yeah. a little child. Right? I you was like, I'm different. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make up for it. I, I think uh-huh. like, but think about it. You're meeting your hero, and they just like shit all over you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. it. Be like that sometimes. That was. But, you know, it is what it is. That's so sad. Yeah. I think. I grew up. Moments stick out more than happy ones, I guess. Is what I'm getting from. That's true. Like screaming (laughs) to death on Space Mountain. Never forget it. Yeah, you screaming for your mother. AJ asleep. You know, apnea. (laughs) Almost dying. (laughs) Almost dying, and then Cinderella like scarred me for life. Getting pooped on by a bird. bird. You know, you pooped on by a bird. I think we've been. I've been pooped on by a bird too. Disney now. I had been bitten by a dog like the week before, or the literally the week oh, left. Oh my the, god! A friend of a friend, like a friend's dog, bit me through my lip. Like this oh. whole dog was in it. I was it was a mess. But anyway, so we were going to Disney that weekend, and so I already had this big gash in my lip, and a bird poops on me. I, oh. like, I might have been like nine. <laughs> like, You're like this okay. is the worst week. Ever. Great, love this for me. <laughs> um, Just no, sad, Lord going i don't know three four times a year maybe we had an annual pass i mean you always live close right yeah we lived with like five hours so it was always a pretty easy drive and my parents loved that i loved it um i did start to get burnt out though there were a few years in high i don't know i guess like later high school where i was like oh i'm too cool for this like i I like to go but like i didn't want to wear anything disney i wanted to like wear regular clothes and look cute and like I just wanted, like, I, I was so annoyed. I'm like, oh, you want to go to Disney again? And my mom to this day was like, you broke my heart. Like when I, when you started to get burnout, she was like, I burned you out and she's never going to love Disney. She's never going to take her kids. Um, my mom was like convinced that I was just like done and over it. And then I think when I got to college, it all came back to me because I needed that escape. And I was like, okay, now I realize like how happy Disney actually makes me, but I mean, I understand like the whole burnout and I've never been burnout ever since. Obviously now it's yeah, literally. I don't know. I don't know if we ever kind of got burnout because it was still like we would do it a couple days and it was like the trip to see the grandparents. One thing that we never did like until 
we were older, obviously, is stay at resorts. Because whenever we went, we went to visit grandparents. So we stayed at the grandparents' house. Oh. So like for the first, like probably 10 years of going to Disney, we probably only stayed at a resort like a handful of times. So like never really got to kind of see that side of it, which obviously now when you go and you don't, you're staying in resorts, like staying at Bay Lake Tower, uh, Dak Lodge, all those kind of things. It adds so much that we never really got to experience before, which I think is a lot cooler. Um for young kids and stuff like that, especially like Dak Lodge with those theme places, but no, totally. So I guess out of the, Oh, you got something else, AJ? Yeah. I have a question. Something you brought up earlier made me think of it. Um, You asked Mel like, Oh, well, when did you go and like start retaining things like that? Mm -hmm. When would you guys start taking your kids a hunter? Like when are you taking the baby? (laughs) Well, (laughs) you get at least one free trip in before they're two. I will say like, they're not going to retain it when they're two. You're going to take pictures of them and then you're going to show those pictures of them later in life. What you got, Mel? I thought it was three. I thought you could take three. Is it? Well, so you have their is it including three or is it? No, three. No, once they turn three. Third birthday. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was like, I thought you meant like you have to pay when they're two. That could have just been. No, no, no. Yeah. I I said it like that. But I mean, like, yeah, through the age of two, you can get them in for free. Third birthday, no more. That's what it's. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to retain it. Like I said, you're just going to take pictures and show them to them later in life. Probably they might remember like a few um, key memories. What do they call them? Inside out? Core memories. Core Core memories. memories. They'll remember poo hugging them. Oh, yeah. You always remember. They'll make up those memories from all the stories you told them. Their brain yeah, is going to like who are taking their little ones, you know, or less than two. Um, and yeah, it's more for them, but they say that to see, because, you know, babies that age are like big into like stimulation and colors and things. Right. They say, yeah. Even though they won't remember it, they light up when they see the parades or mm-hmm. oh, yeah. kids now are still obsessed with Mickey and Mickey. Thank goodness that that's, you know, they're still relevant in cartoons and they see Mickey and Minnie and they get so excited. Like they won't remember it, but it still excites them. So mm-hmm. yeah. I about have, um, those Mickey and Minnie cartoons that are coming out now. I don't know if I really like those so much, I'm but that's upset. a whole other. But at least it gives I'm not a fan. <laughs> I like the ones, you know, when you would go to the hotels and they'd play the cartoons on the TV, like mm-hmm. when you were staying at a Disney resort and they were like, not old animation, but they were like the ones we grew up with, I guess, like the, yeah. the Mickey and Goofy designs from our childhood. I yeah. liked those a lot. I thought they were really cute. Probably 80s, 90s cartoons. <laughs> These yeah, one ones, of the- they look like they went through a ringer and the I love them. <laughs> Gave them a makeover. I don't yeah. really. Well, they had to retain like their designs so they didn't become like public domain. They have public, to use yeah. it like every so many years that technically that design of Mickey. But I do remember going on a cruise, like probably when I was in my early teens or like 12 or something. And on the TVs, it's like a full database of everything. It's basically Disney Plus. It kind of yeah. doesn't make, it's kind of not cool anymore. Now they that I'm saying it out loud, I'm like, it doesn't really matter. But <laughs> at the time you're like, Big turning deal. on your tv and i was like i can watch any disney thing ever and i thought it was so cool but yeah. you know well, it was cool because they disney had the ball you know you couldn't really see all the yeah. old cartoons unless you went on youtube and got lucky like it, it definitely yeah. was cool but now they have disney plus so it's like mm. disney plus and disney plus does have some of those older cartoons they too they don't have a lot they have a couple like if you type in mickey mouse and disney plus or donald duck or something you'll see like the donald duck collection well, which is their mm-hmm. like old cartoons and they I think they have the new ones too but yeah, um, I would definitely say piggybacking off of what AJ asked is 
I would take like this past year we took my nephew there and he's like a year and a half and he was just starting to be able to walk I think that's very important if you have like a one and a half two-year-old that can walk if they're able to walk and every once in a while like if you have to take them out of the stroller and walk to poo or walk through like the play area that's vital like if you're carrying them the entire time I feel like that would be a beating and maybe not Mm -hmm. totally worth it unless you're drinking around the world with your the baby in a sling and you can find people like Lauren to hold the baby while you're Make drinking your at Crown. I'll never get over that. That's <laughs> so funny. But, but yeah, I would definitely say if they're able to walk and kind of handle themselves a little bit, maybe walk around a couple of the play areas, then mm-hmm. not obviously abandon them, but like when you're still <laughs> watching them and supervising. But if they're able to kind of walk and kind of handle themselves and for themselves where you don't have to take a stroller everywhere. Those things are <laughs> awful. Speaking I from guess- a stroller cast member at Pooh, please have a lesson. <laughs> But yeah. I guess like I, I don't know so like I guess like a baby perspective that's a good age is like one and a half to two but I honestly think in general if you want people to retain memories probably five or six like probably. that's just my personal mm-hmm. opinion on it just because that's when I remember things like yeah. I don't remember being four or three very much yeah and you spend a lot of money for those kids to be there you know what I mean so if it's a free ticket that's great but if you're actually paying for it I'd probably wait it out a bit Exactly. And like, personally, like, again, I have the world's worst memory, so I might be tainted on this. But like, and my personality, I might take them once or twice just so I have those memories of my child being at Disney. But like, I already know my mother is going to be obsessed with my child and I can just throw (laughs) the baby at grandma and then hop on a plane and go wherever I want. And I feel like before they get to that age where they're like more cognizant of, oh, why are mom and dad gone for a week like what's going on i'm gonna be doing what i want and then obviously once the child grows up and is like wait you're going to disney without me or oh wait you're going to this cool place without me then like yeah i guess we can go but like once they grow up the disney adult you have from three to nine to be a child but once you're 10 you're a disney adult and that price skyrockets like for the disney dining plan and things like that oh for real that's when the pricing changes at 10 I think so. Oh, yeah, because once you're 10, you're a Disney adult. I was 10 years old eating filet mignon every night because I was on the Disney dining plan as an adult and could eat whatever I wanted. That's like my mom's favorite story to tell is once I turned 10, we would go to a restaurant. I would look at the menu, pick the most expensive thing on the menu because we were on the dining plan and I could have whatever I wanted for the same price. So it was this 10-year-old eating two bites of like filet mignon or buying the lobster, not even lying, liking lobster and just giving it to my dad because it was the most expensive thing. And on then the your menu. parents were like, yeah, her uh, her alcoholic beverage, we'll, we'll take that over here. Exactly. They're no. like, she wants the pina colada, um, but you can just put it in front of me. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. See, I like, feel like I'm looking into it right now. I need to make sure that's the age. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like there would still be times where I would want to go sans children but like how you said your mom would be obsessed with your kids my parents are gonna be the same way but my mom will be like no there's no way you're going to disney without me or your children so we'll all go together you guys can do your thing we'll hang out with the kids that's so smart they'll let us go it is good to have like grandparents around yeah yeah, especially you get like a really nice villa. The grandma can stay for a little bit. Oh, oh my gosh, tower. you know my parents are holding on DVC forever now. Like, yes, my parents yeah. are the same way. But I, I wouldn't want to go without my kids, but I would want you know a little bit of time. So like to have your parents there, I think would be if they're you know able or wanting to, or if that's something they're interested in. I think for me that's ideal, and most likely that'll be my situation. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, cool. Yeah. So ten was correct. Yeah, it ten. Is ten. That's Disney insane. adult, That's, isn't it? Those are. I feel like I should be 13, 14. Like at least ten? you turn. You turn Although- ten. You're, you're done. Adult, you turn 16, you're driving. You turn 21, you're drinking. Those are the three big days. <laughs> my like my mom definitely loved that my palate changed so much on that trip because I wasn't allowed to eat. I could get the chicken nuggets, but like, why would you be paying hundreds of dollars for that dining plan for, for me? Chicken eating? nuggets. I got yeah. chicken nuggets and French fries and At mac and cheese. Something every still get still get that. Hey, yeah, it's a good bang for your buck. Because you know? now you save money because you get the kids one, you're good to go. But when you're on that dining plan. It's not saving you any money. To get hey, meal. that dining plan is woo, expensive. Woo. Dining yeah. plan you can't even get right now. No, we had the dining plan for our trip this fall, like our whole family did, and they canceled it. So, yeah. Jeez. A shame. Because I, I, I was like trying to price things out just like personally and just trying to see what it would be. And they're not even offering them probably for a few more months. I can't believe that. Yeah. I think generally if you're planning on eating in the park anyways, it's worth it. I think we've talked about it a couple Definitely, times before, yeah. Um, yeah. but I've never done it. Like that's the one thing that I've never done to this day. Still haven't done dining plan, but so, so that's uh, you know, when you should bring your kid to the park first, you know, now you've, now you've been going to the park, you've been six through nine, you've been remembering some stuff. What's kind of the next, uh, are we going like 16 to 20 or are we skipping all the way to 21? Are we- I mean- no, I think it's super important. Those like years where, you know, you're not a child. You realize there's someone in the Mickey costume, but you're not quite oh, an adult. What? Yeah. Oh, did I? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> when was that? When did everyone make that, that connection? Apparently, Mel just made it right now. <laughs> Let's friends. See. Have friends. What yeah, What did is. it for me was Goofy. We were in line, and Goofy was standing there, and then Goofy walks away, and then Goofy comes back about six inches shorter. And I was like, You noticed, <laughs> you noticed a height all right. difference that bad? Oh, my yeah, God. Because so funny. if you hit the two extremes for goofy height i guess we're, we're going there if we hit the yeah. two extremes for goofy height like it's about six inch difference like um, i never even thought of that my parents waited until i'm in, i was 16 so we could do keys of the kingdom and i remember like oh. we had to talk before like you know, I, I mean i was 16 but you know they're like you understand you know this is gonna ruin you know you're gonna see cinderella gonna see, well you're gonna see disney smoking a, a cigarette out walking back. next to a headless mickey once we do this and i was like okay <laughs> Um, you know, what's funny is like, so I went when I was five or six, like right in between that age. And then the next time I went, I was like 13, 14. So that's right when it's not cool anymore. Just like Lauren was talking about. And I did the American Idol experience. We've talked about this before. I've told you how I did that. But like, I was definitely like, I'm too cool for this because I met Ariel afterwards or Ariel, whatever way you want to say it. I can't say it right ever. Ariel. Um, mm-hmm. At the Anchor Show, uh, you know, dinner. And she was like, oh, you sang my song? Sing it for me. And I went, no. Like, oh, I was like, Chris. Well, no. And I'm like, I can't sing for her. That's not really her. Like, no. It was, oh, you know, dang. No, it was more me being embarrassed. But like, that's definitely oh. the age where I feel like you're like, I'm I, not that you're too cool for it, but you're like, I'm not a kid. Like you're you know, looking at the kids. It's hard and you're to connect like, with it. Cause yeah. you're like, what? it's like so hard to connect with Disney at that age. I feel like, cause like, unless you're like a true roller coaster junkie, you're going there and you're starting to see through the facade of the magic. You like 
oh, this is a company. Oh, those are people behind those masks. Oh, this person's yeah. being nice to me because they're making a wage. Well, hopefully they're not just I nice was, because I they're making money. I was not thinking those things between the ages of 10 and 15. Really? <laughs> I was you like, like I, I wasn't like, like oh, this person's getting paid. Like that's, that kind of stuff didn't click until I did my CP, really. I was like, oh, shoot. People are getting it, up. I don't like, know, I've never really even looked at it that way. I, I was more just embarrassed. Like if characters came up to me, I'm like, they probably think I'm a loser. Because True. I rem- even on my CP, yeah. I felt like that. I would never go to yeah. the parks alone. Like, I would I, never I do photo pass like alone. In those teenage years, it was like they kind of looked at me, and maybe they did. I'm sure some of them did. But, you know, people have their own thoughts, but like it just felt embarrassing. It's like I'm not a kid, so they don't try to play it up as much, but they're also still trying to like do their job. So it's like I almost felt embarrassed by that. You know what I mean? Like it was just like mm-hmm. I- you're not here for me. Yeah. You know when it. When it really hit me was when I was 20 on my college program working dispatch at Pooh and I was there, you know, <laughs> focusing, making sure everybody was safe. I was doing my job. Me, baby. This person standing right in front of me about to load and she looks at me and says, smile, you work at Disney. And I'm like, <gasps> I would have okay. punched her in the face. <laughs> I was like, yay, I do. Yeah. Welcome to the Enchanted Forest. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was like dang i was like but wow that's when it like hit me the the disconnect between like the life of the cast member and then the face you might put on or the face you don't put on there's a lot of like maybe i was just having kind of an off day or whatever but some days you're really into it you're really kind of pushing the story creating the magic and other days you're just there to work and you don't really make that connection Mm -hmm. i think when you're i feel like disney does a pretty good job catering to all ages like especially on the disney cruise i remember when I was getting older, the Disney cruises became more of my favorite because they'd have the kids clubs and they're divided up by age. So it was like 13 to 18 had their own kids clubs. But then the ages of 18 to 21, I I literally told my family, I was like, we're not going on a cruise because there's no more kids club for me and I can't drink. So what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Hang out with the adults? No. Like that's the only thing is like the 21 range. You're like dead. (laughs) Disney doesn't care. But the kids zones are sweet. Like I went on Disney cruises when I was young and did those kids zones. And then, okay, another Disney memory. But our very first cruise was a Disney cruise and it ruined all the rest of the cruises. Exactly. You can't go on another one. I don't think I've been on a non-Disney cruise, but like old memory is being in the kids club. We were like, it was Star Wars themed or something. And we were doing some kind of craft activity. And then- Darth Vader they're like all right somebody's here and it's Darth Vader and he just walks out and and then my dad's like hey Hunter time to go let's get out of here it's like, like as nope. walking out, I'm like oh. we're not going anywhere and he forced like, me to leave he was oh, like no. we got to go to dinner no. we have our dinner reservation I'm like there's like, Darth Vader come on <laughs> yeah, come on but no, I remember no. we made flubber and like that was one of my like pinnacle experiences as a child was making flubber I thought that was so cool that is really cool or like yeah. in the adult, or not adult, the old one, you would make a movie. And of course, my first cruise, I was like, oh my gosh, we're making a movie. And like, you would make it throughout right, your like, week. Like, <laughs> I'm famous. <laughs> and they would like uh, show it in the Buena Vista Theater. You know, it's like that Ooh. 1200 like seat theater that they have. They would show it in the theater. All your friends and family would go. We did another cruise. I was in that same age range. And we did the movie again. And I was like, wait a minute. I, did I already made already. this movie. Typically, people don't go on this cruise back to back years, but all right. <laughs> Literally, they <laughs> were like, they were wait thinking. a minute. But you know, I got an upgrade. I, I went from you. a supporting lo- role to a lead role. So, like, we made moves. <laughs> but I think getting up in the world. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. I do think that 
especially like with Galaxy's Edge and with stuff that we didn't have growing up. Like it's not yeah. just Peter Pan and Winnie the Pooh, cardboard yeah. facades and that kind of stuff. Now they're starting to kind of make things that are indistinguishable if you're four years old or 40 years old. Like that's where I think yeah. it's kind of changing. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Like it's you go through... You know. old fantasy land and stuff like that you're like okay yeah. well what are these all tents and it's like peter pan's in this tent and small world's yeah. in that tent. It doesn't really make sense it made no. sense when you're little because you're just like oh yeah it's it looks real all that it's kind of stuff colorful and exciting and you just yeah. don't care but as an you know it's as you get to be a teenager it's corny but like you're not wrong like our perspective of disney is not going to be the future generations at all because yeah. they have these really intense rides that are not going to be like old-fashioned i'd feel like you know yeah. what i mean like the the technology will be outdated at some point i'm sure obviously but yeah. like it's still gonna be a very impressive ride yeah I feel like it's a different yeah. vibe entirely yeah I and there were yeah when I, I like i said i think 17 18 16 maybe like 17 18 is just when i started to get burnout and then through college it all it, i didn't go as often so like then i you know longed for it all the time and I think like 23 24 is when I started going alone or like with my friends and my friends would work down there and I would go visit and then now obviously at 30 like I, I want to go all the time there's no you know I, I got past that and now I know that Disney is my happy place in that escape so that's yeah. kind of taken me into my adult years and now I know like kind of how you know, I would want my family to be raised in Disney because like, that's how I was. And yes, I did get burned out, but I still wouldn't have changed it because I came home from the hospital to a Disney baby nursery. Like there was Mickey Mouse on my wall. So I was born and raised into this and I don't think I would want to do anything different. Yeah. So, I would so try my nursery was Winnie the Pooh. Like, do you want to go this time? I, was I think I had Pooh. Pooh was very popular. Pooh was very popular, apparently. <laughs> Ours were, mine was like Mickey, Minnie, Baby Donald, but they were, you know, the bright colors because the time it wasn't all neutrals. Aww. It was red and green and blue. And yeah. And I was supposed to be a boy when I was born. So it was new. <laughs> that was a surprise. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I guess, was Winnie the Pooh. I guess backing up just a little bit, like heights, like heights to ride rides, Ooh. were y'all like, the the kids that were like counting down like oh maybe next year i'll be able to get mel i'm sorry i know you didn't like go on <laughs> go on a whole bunch of yearly trips I was also really we tall. all like we all like I waiting have problems so i yeah, was a really tall child um very fun fact i was pretty much five feet tall out of the womb like i was in the 98th percentile <laughs> right. of children still five feet tall. <laughs> exactly i was Aww. so tall as a kid i got to ride all the rides before all of my friends yep. and then i just stopped growing apparently i just i've been five foot for 12,000 years that's crazy like, so I never had to wait for that but my little brother was itty 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 bitty until he reached high school basically and there was one time we were at Six Flags not Disney and we wanted to go on Superman of course me I'm like no not going whatever my little brother was about an inch too short and so they sent him to the back of the uh... line well, of course it's Six Flags so they don't recognize you they don't care they don't my know. dad took out one of his winter socks from his foot put it under my brother's little beanie stuffed that stuff down so it didn't look like he had a cone head and they put him back in the line and uh, suddenly he grew three inches and they let him onto the ride and they're strapping him in and my mom remembers being like 
oh my god he's so tiny what if he flies out of this we just killed our child what are we doing we're the worst parents ever and they have like both arms around jake as they're going on oh this. my god perks like of being a child of the 90s is that platform shoes and like hair pieces <laughs> were a thing so i never had this problem <laughs> i love that you're like standing up super tall like always tall enough i don't remember though if i was ever not tall. I know I went on Space Mountain my very first trip because my parents were scared for me because it was my <laughs> first poster. And I was like, yeah. arms up! You know, you know, I would never in a million years put my arms up on Space Mountain. But oh, I, feel <laughs> I think like- if my child was right below the marker for things like that, I would just wait. I'd be like, sorry, you can go next year. Yeah. Like, it's not now. Um, yeah. Are you going to risk it? Like, you're going to be like, all right, well. You know, I'd be testing every measuring stick, shoes on, shoes off. We're we're making sure he's that height, she's that height, they're that height, whatever. I'm like, you're getting on these rides or else we're not going. I feel like yeah. there's two different transitions. There's the transition when you stop getting carded, and then there's the transition like when you're 21, and the transition when you stop getting sent to the measuring stick when you're a kid. You're like, all right, yep, I've I'm made tall it. enough. Don't even like- need to test it. I didn't even have that problem as a kid. It's awful. Like I went to the boardwalk and stuff all the time. And like when we went to Disney, I had no problem getting on any ride because I did. I freakishly was like tall, like AJ. But unlike her, I did not stop at five foot. I got to five foot seven and a half. (laughs) (laughs) Must be nice. I never no, Like I... I don't know. As like a parent, like I, I'm sure you've all seen like the Facebook post where they're like, you take a flip flop and you glue it to their. We do not recommend this. We do not recommend this podcast does not condone. And I'm just like, if you need to add that much like height to your child, it's not safe. Don't do it. Like they're telling you no for a reason. Mine was just because those are the shoes I happened to wear, you know? Yeah. 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 Or like it cracks me up working at the wall. Oh, sorry. No, you're fine. I'm just saying like, if you're, if you're, obviously trying to add like six inches to a child six inches that <laughs> you is throw them in some stilettos like is a literally parents will take no one listening will hear but like i'm showing you guys like with my hands like they'll add thick flip-flops like this thick like, like one inch platform. thick like two underneath inch thick. yeah the shoe which already has like a two inch raise in it to get this kid on a ride. And I'm like, why are you trying to kill this child? Just let it go. They can't go on Tower of Terror. It's okay. They're three. Give it time. (laughs) No, for real. And like, I work, you know, it's like whatever, but no. I worked at the water parks, obviously. And like, there are a few rides where we would have height sticks. And it was so infuriating to have parents come up and be like, my kid can ride rock and roller coaster, but well, they can't ride crush and gusher because your kid's currently barefoot with wet hair. Like, they're going to lose like two, three inches, my dude. Like, yeah. you can't play any of those tricks at the wall. <laughs> is that the Typhoon dude? Lagoon lingo? Honestly, it well, is. Listen, if I my, dude. my dude and a guest got mad, I could pull it off and be like, what's up? Surf's up, dude. Like, you're good. Oh, hey, my then, baby. I do remember one time, um, they probably don't do this anymore or would never do this, but <laughs> tried to get on Rock and Roller Coaster and I was too short and they gave me like a photo frame like not a not a legit like glass one or anything but like a paper foldable photo frame that you would put like your ride photo in and a ride pin and they said all right well here's these you can come back next time when you're hot tall enough to ride and you can put your photo in this and here's a pin and i was like oh thanks so cute i was like 
think about the hundreds of people a day they turn away now. It's like, it's not late nineties, early two thousands Disney anymore where they're just like, Oh, let me just give you a couple things here and there. Cause you can't ride and we don't want you to feel bad. But no, I don't it always think- breaks my heart though, when they make it to the very front of the line and somehow like- every single cast member missed them and they've been waiting for an hour. And then they're like, sorry, we need to double check you. And they're not tall enough. What also gets yeah. me there is the parents probably knew. And they're just trying to get away. And like, like, I get it. Like you pay all this money to go, but like, this is why when you're planning a trip, is my kid tall enough to ride all the rides? Or the spiky hair trip. I think my parents would do that with Jake. They'd gel his hair super tall. And the cast member would just be like, put their hand right between the bar and Jake's head and be like, no, your hair gel is not height. (laughs) Definitely (laughs) check your child's height. Before you're planning to go, maybe account like if they're still growing and you're thinking about going in like six months, you know, add a couple inches because they might yeah. grow. Unless and, you're uh, aging and then you're stuck there forever. <laughs> like, Making sure you can ride all the rides you want to ride and that kind of stuff. But yeah. So yeah, that takes us through, you know, through the teens, that kind of stuff. And then there's this all important Disney birthday age of 21 years old where a whole new realm of possibilities. A whole new up. world. That's for sure. Tw- yeah. Happy 21st in uh, the Disney parks, anyone? That was yes. AJ, right? That was AJ. Yeah, I had, I had my 21st birthday. We went to Epcot. My mom actually surprised me, which was the best part. We were taking a photo pass photo and someone goes, I'm sorry, did you drop your ears? And I turn around being like, who is this lady touching me asking if I drop my ears? I'm not even wearing ears. And it's my mom. And I had like the best <laughs> photo pass photos from that being like, oh my God. I had no idea. No idea. And yeah, we drank around the world. I about died because I was trying not to share drinks. I was trying to get every single drink, but it was like a rite of passage, you know, and like I may or may not have had drinks before uh, around the world, but it was still very special. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was so special. And I don't know. My first legally purchased drink was in Mexico at um, Cava de Tequila. And I was just as it should be as As it should be. I was so that's just like iconic to me and that's so special to me now that that was my very first one and now when i go there in 10 20 30 40 50 60 years i can be like oh, yeah. 60 years my coming of age story i'm going to the cava if the cava is still open 80 years from now that I'll be so is rad. impressive in good that's my we'll coming of age here. story that's gonna be my first legal drink and my last legal drink there <laughs> I'll be going back on my deathbed. Like I need that margarita. Gertie, like take me to La Cava. I need I, to go. I don't know how many of these <laughs> I got walk left. Six feet off a of property and be done. Mm-hmm. Oh there you go. my gosh! I, I love that plan. I might steal that for myself. That's there. Fabulous. We go. We're <laughs> making a group last trip. Last trip. Break. Last trip. Let's go. Did anyone else do a twenty-one, or did we all just like? I went after I turned 21. My little brother turned 21 in the parks and we drank around the world and that was fun. Um, Oh, that's the week I tried to like, I was just going to drive. It was my my birthday week and you were down there and I was like, it was us and it was like, Andrew was there. My sister was there and we were at, uh, we were at the um, Raglan road and Springs I yeah, almost like, just like I was had time. left New Orleans. I was like, okay, I'll just keep just driving. drive all the way through. <laughs> keep going, we're we'll going. Yeah, but yeah. I was I was twenty sadly on my college program, so I didn't get that my experience. Ring around the world. I was sorry, mom. I was twenty. <gasps> um, You're risking it in Disney World. Get lifetime no, ban. Single person asked. 
Oh, dang. All right. Not a single person has my girlfriend and I, we split everything because we were trying not to die. Uh, that's a good <laughs> plan. I think the only ones that we got on our own were like Germany. We got a beer on our own and then like France, but everything else we, cause you know, I'm not sharing my orange drink, but everything else <laughs> shared. Get your own everywhere else. Pre-COVID, obviously this was like 10 years ago. <laughs> oh my God. I was 20. <laughs> you just exposed oh, yourself. We just realized something here. Oh no. <laughs> no just We've unlocked things. <laughs> okay that was my first time but I didn't really I don't think I did that again until maybe I don't know 22 23 yeah that's when I did it for the first time was 22 I think it was my Disney college program was when I did it with my parents I'm a loser my 21st birthday I did with them in AC you know when they came to visit me we did around the world together we had a lot of fun though yeah Oh man. I think that's an experience everyone should do once in their life, if for nothing else than to say you drink once. Alcohol. Once every trip. Right. Okay. Like a year. I feel like it is expensive and you should budget accordingly and do it on a day where you can sleep in the next maybe plan a exactly. pool day the next day, you know, yeah. non-park day. Non-travel day. Once you're 21, you've got drinking around the world, you've got boardwalk, you've got Disney Billy Springs. Rolls a bunch of stuff opens up when you're, when you're like a kid, you're like, wait a second. I didn't know people were getting wasted in Epcot I when I was here as a child. Cause it was past the kids. Like I wasn't even close to being able to drink. And then, you know, all your friends are like, what do you still love about Disney? That's so stupid. And then you get older. And now all those people that used to make fun of me for going to Disney like, all the time, now all have annual passes and go friends and families. Exactly. I'm like, right. Oh, please, please oh, tell me again how I was too immature and went to Disney all the time. Please, please try me. Shaming you as they're now drinking around the world. Yeah. 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 It's really funny. It is. Jelly Rolls was another one that when I turned 21, we did that the night during in the nighttime portion for my 21st birthday. Yeah. Because you can't get in unless you're 21. You can't even go in and listen to the music or anything. And I remember being on my CP, every single one of my friends would go out, you know, on cast member Tuesdays or Sundays or whatever day it was. Yeah. And I would just be sitting at home being like, I hope you guys are having fun. <laughs> Must be nice. Yeah. Must be really great. Literally. And I, I that was been. one of the I, best nights ever. I never went once. I should have, but I was too busy working. I think I peeked inside <laughs> Jelly Rolls and it had a cover and I was like, nah, that's all right. Yeah, the cover is expensive, <laughs> like, but it's worth it. I had so uh, much fun. But and again, my mom went with me and like a bunch of my friends. It's I'm acceptable. Boring. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I'm like boring because like some people like to do Jelly Rolls and like have the shots and do all that. I'm like, I'll just have champagne and sit in France. And <laughs> fine, that's enough. I'll get just a bellini. Sit, sit by the fountain and just act like you're in France. Now you can go all the way back by Ratatouille and go way further into France. Maybe yes. go to the creperie. I don't know if the creperie is open yet, but that's it is. Good. Yeah. I couldn't eat handles or whatever it's called. Sixteen flavors. I'm very oh. excited to get other people there. It, that's what sucks too. So people drinking around the world. If you're like me, you can't have any of the beers, yeah. which is <laughs> like all of America and all of Germany is literally just beers. The Arendelle Aqua drink is back in America. Aqua? What is? The Arendelle Aqua drink? It's Why isn't it in Norway? Is it yeah, I don't know. I don't know why it's not Norway, but it's one of the best drinks on Disney property, and it is What back. is it? Cotton candy moonshine? It's cotton candy moonshine, and oh my god, I can't even remember, but it just it tastes like magic, and it's beautiful. I don't it's know if I believe you. Moonshine automatically scares me. That's the thing. I hate moonshine, too. You can't even taste the alcohol. Like my mom drinks it. That's how non-alcoholy it is. Sounds my mom doesn't do any dangerous. alcohol. Is it like super sugary? 
I'm um, a little bit, yeah, but it's cotton not candy, candy moonshine. Yes. Not syrupy. Well, okay, moonshine's literally like straight up like liquor down your throat, like burning, and then it like burn all candy. I th- I don't know. I it like counteracts. And Sounds like you grew up in Jersey. Not I was gonna say. I did. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> uh, just the accent tipped me off. No, yeah, I know. I know. It's so obnoxious. I know. <laughs> but we do wine we do wine i don't know what to tell you <laughs> you can do wine disney too but yeah so that's that's disney through the ages guys i mean we've touched on a our bunch ages. of our ages our yeah ages. we're gonna yeah, get we that title right parents we'll have to we'll have to update it as we go as we reach Aww. new milestones you know we'll we'll update you on our trip experiences being In grandparents or right have a day to keep what, it, what it's like to go to Disney with your great grandkids. No. <laughs> Let us pray we live that long to do it and get, you know, a good that, uh, drink at La Cava. That'd that be should be Happiest Podcast episode number 7,827. Uh, um, yeah, baby. Mark your calendar for that. All for it. All for anyways, um, anything else from you guys before we go? Any final closing remarks, final thoughts? Disney adults rule. That's all I got. Disney adults rule, don't put someone down for what they like, whether it's Disney or anything else. Don't be that person. Disney's cool. Disney's (laughs) cool, dang it. Disney's cool. Disney's cool, enjoy what you like to do, and don't feel like if you're a teenager, you have to pretend that you don't like it. Because you can. Nobody really cares, I promise. Exactly. Live the life the way you want to live it. For sure. Don't let other negativity get you down or stop you from doing your life living your dreams <laughs> don't let your dreams on that note dreams. cue the music <laughs> well, just, just do it just do it this is where we need Shia LaBeouf's uh, voice put it in put it in right goodness. now just right now yikes alright <laughs> thank you all for listening to this fantastic episode of disney <laughs> through our ages the official title hopefully that's what we end up titling it I like honestly it. though we've said it like 12 times yeah we're kind of yeah, locked in at this point but as always you can visit us happiest podcast on earth.com at happiest podcast on instagram dm us if you got any questions facebook live tuesdays at 8 eastern we'll see y'all on episode number 98 question yeah. mark? is this 98 this oh, is 97. No. 97. This is 97. Next the time. countdown to 100. What will we do? <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye, y'all. Bye. Thanks for listening, everyone. Today's episode is brought to you by the following sponsors. Are you planning on taking a trip to a Disney destination soon? Make sure to contact Pixie Vacations for all your planning needs. Planning with them is completely free, and you really can't beat their service. Email us at happiestpodcast at gmail.com if you are interested in using Pixie, and we will point you in the right direction to get started with an agent immediately. Today's episode is also sponsored by Kingdom Strollers. Their strollers are personally delivered to your resort, and they make sure you have the best experience with your little ones on your next Disney vacation. Make sure to check out their website at kingdomstrollers.com or give them a ring at 407-271-5301 and make sure to mention the podcast sent you. Keep rolling with Kingdom Strollers. We are also sponsored by Magic Candle Company. 
If you're like us and always missing the Disney parks while at home, we highly recommend going to magiccandlecompany.com to find candles, waxes, sprays, and more containing your favorite smells from the parks, including Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean, Disney's Polynesian Resort, and more. Use our promo code HAPPY15 to receive 15% off of every purchase from magiccandlecompany.com.